An art gallery removes a $120,000 banana taped to the wall art exhibit after a bite was taken out. And a man whose farts can kill mosquitoes has been discovered by mosquito repellent manufacturers. And a mother has been shamed for calling Santa Father Christmas because it's not gender neutral. These are the weird stories for Tuesday. This is Weird AF News, and I'm your host, Jonesy, and I'm happy to be here trying to squeeze in some Christmas stories in here. They're going to be weird. Smoke a fatty and laugh it up with Jonesy in Weird AF News. Oh, yeah. A mother has been shamed for calling Santa Father Christmas because it's not gender neutral. A Plymouth mother, I guess this is in the UK because they're calling her mum, M-U-M. They say she's been ridiculed for calling Santa Father Christmas online. They're ridiculing her because Father Christmas isn't gender neutral. The local mother says she was shamed on a group on social media for discussing a children's Christmas book and talking about Father Christmas, as Santa is now seen as gender neutral, apparently, and and is many parents' preferred name for the jolly character in the red suit. Well, the news didn't hit me that Santa's gender neutral now, is now seen that way. I had no idea. I thought he was a fat guy. I just always just thought he was a fat dude. Yeah. And I have heard him refer to his Father Christmas in many songs and many stories, many books. So when you're reading a book and it says Father Christmas, what do you do? I don't know. We're living in a very tricky culture now. I don't know how to behave. I'm going to get slapped and I'm ready for it. (laughs) This parent who was ridiculed has a young child. She says she has been left feeling on edge since the comments online. They picked on her. She doesn't want to offend anybody if saying Father Christmas is hurtful to someone. She feels terrible. She didn't mean to hurt anybody. Yeah, so oftentimes uh, you say a word that um, is the wrong word and you didn't mean to hurt anybody with it. Your your intention behind the word was innocent, but yet you still, you still will be ridiculed online for such things. Uh, hundreds of parents have taken to social media to share their views on the gender-neutral Santa Claus debate. Ooh, I don't even know about this gender-neutral Santa Claus debate. Did you guys know about it? I had no idea. I just thought he was a fat guy. The mother says, I've just been shamed on Facebook for using the name Father Christmas, and I've been told Santa is now seen as gender-neutral. I didn't know. I was only referring to the book below. It's called Father Christmas by Raymond Briggs. But it's left me a little confused and on edge about what we are allowed to say. (laughs) I have a small child, and I don't really want to raise him saying Father Christmas if it's hurtful to some people. Ooh, see, this is the tricky situation you're now in. You got to tell your kids that they can't say certain things that you've been saying your whole life and you don't even you don't even know that you were saying the wrong thing because it just became the wrong thing last week. You have no idea. <laughs> Father Christmas. While British people typically say Father Christmas, Americans and those living in the USA usually say Santa Claus, but the question of whether the jolly man should have a gender neutral name seems to be a new debate this year. Of course, with many other debates coming up that are just ridiculous. Certainly the most famous man in the world has lots of different names. Are we all going to debate on whether or not Jesus was a man now? Is that going to be a gender-neutral name? (laughs) While Santa, Santa Claus, and Father Christmas are arguably the most common, St. Nicholas is the preferred name for many families on both sides of the Atlantic. 
Saint Nicholas, by the way, is a male, I assume, right? Some saints are male. Some saints are female. Did you know that, guys? And in Europe, the jolly man has various different names. In France, the name for Santa in the red suit is uh, Père Noël. In Italy, it's Babbo Natal, which translates to Father Christmas. In Germany, the name is Weihnacht. Oh, man. Weihnachtstadt. <laughs> Weihnachtsmann. <laughs> Did I say it right? <laughs> which means Christmas man. And in Hungary and Poland, it's Mikulis and Mikolaj, both translating as Saint Nicholas. So, again, these are all males, I believe. So, throughout history, this is a male. So, where's the debate coming from, is what I want to know. Are we going to debate whether or not uh, the Virgin Mary was a female? Well, she actually identified as a cactus, so... In Russia, the name Dead Moroz translates as Grandfather Frost. Ooh, Grandpa Frost. Parents are apparently divided over this issue. I didn't know that. What parents are divided over this, by the way? You need to get your act together because there should be no division over this. It's a guy throughout history, so what the heck is wrong? What's the problem here? (laughs) He has a wife, last I checked. Mrs. Claus, right? At least our mythology says so. <laughs> is she is she some sort of dubious gender as well? <laughs> I don't... I just can't... One, one father was angry about it, said, It is Father Christmas. We are English, not American. This gender-neutral stuff is way out of hand. Yeah, I agree with you, Father. I agree with you. Another parent disagrees, says, I must be the only one who hates Father Christmas. I much much prefer Santa Claus or Santa. Plus, it's easier for little people to say. Little people? You mean children? Another mother said, Father Christmas is fine. We have always used that in our family. Use what you want. Another person added, carrying on calling him Father Christmas, it's your choice. Uh, Okay, so I guess the argument is, should you call him Father Christmas or Santa? We're... What is the gender thing going on here? Like, so what? (laughs) Some people call him Father Christmas. Fine, fine, whatever. Father Christmas. Call him Santa for all we care. Who cares? (laughs) Well, you'll be happy to know that the people in the LGBTQ community do not seem to be asking for this name to be changed. You know, if they did, though, it probably would be changed. You'd have to, I don't know what we would call them. Christmas entity? I don't know. Bearded Christmas entity is coming down my chimney. <laughs> what do you guys think of all this? I mean, I, I leave it to you. I hope I get some phone calls on this. This is, you know, as far as I'm concerned, this is just a bunch of nonsense. But yeah, people take this very seriously. I don't know why. I think they really need to. I think they got too much time on their hands. If you're asking me, go get a hobby, man. For real, right? Go play frisbee golf or do something fun with your life. Six four six four five zero twenty twelve is the number for Weird AF News. Please call the show. You can email me as well, funnyjones at gmail.com. A man whose farts can kill mosquitoes has been discovered by repellent manufacturing companies. Two repellent manufacturing companies have found a man whose farts actually can kill mosquitoes. In case you didn't know, mosquitoes are known for causing malaria. Uh, which is the number one cause of death in Africa, apparently. But maybe Joe Ramoramarima from Kampala, Uganda, can save the day. 
According to the reports, he's making huge cash from his unique and deadly farts that kill mosquitoes instantly. The unnamed companies are reportedly paying Joe millions to study his farts so they can convert them into a mosquito-repellent product. According to the report, Joe's good fart can kill all flying insects that are not bigger than mosquitoes within a six-meter radius. It was said that even at a tender, the tender age in a village in Uganda, Joe's farts were appreciated to a point where the local chief always took him in to live with him during malaria seasons. The report added that no one who lived with him ever caught malaria and that Joe himself has no idea of how a mosquito bite even feels like. Here's a quote from Joe. I eat ordinary food just like everyone else, but no insect can lay a foot on me, not even a fly. I smell like a normal man, and I bathe daily. And my farts are just like everyone else. They are also dangerous to small insects, especially mosquitoes. Imagine buying a raid can with my face on it. Yeah, that could be the future. Yes, Joe, that could be the future. Your can on a, f your, can, your face on a can of raid or a can of mosquito repellent. Citronella fart candles could have your face on it as well. Hey, anytime you can contribute to mankind, I'm all for it, even if it's just a little bit of your flatulence. You know what I mean? Go, Joe. Finally, somebody out there is putting farts to good use in the world. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. An art show in Miami Beach removes a $120,000 banana taped to a wall art exhibit after it's been eaten. So an art piece of a banana duct taped to a wall captured a lot of buzz in the past week. This banana has been reportedly taken down at the Art Basel show in Miami Beach. The... The art company said that the crowds surrounding the installation posed a serious health and safety risk as well as an access issue, so the work of art has been removed. The controversial artwork first sold for $120,000. Then it sold for $120,000 and $150,000. That's been sold three times. I don't understand how that works. I, I don't understand how you can get six figures for a banana taped to a wall. Who's spending $120,000 on a banana taped to a wall? How are there crowds surrounding the banana duct taped to a wall? You could do this at your own house. Duct tape a banana to a wall. Invite your friends over. If you could get one of them to buy it for 20 bucks, I think you'd be kicking ass in life. There's rich people that don't know what to do with their money. Buying duct tape bananas to walls for $150,000? What is... Do you have this much money? Do you not know what to do with your money? I'm running into this all the time. Rich people, they have no idea what to do with their money. They're buying bananas duct taped to a wall. They're buying an apricot smashed under a work boot. What? A half-eaten strawberry on top of an envelope. This is art? This is what people are spending their money on? This is ridiculous. The valuable fruit was plucked off the wall and eaten by a performance artist named David Detuna on Saturday in front of a room full of stunned art aficionados. Was that a mistake? 
When asked what he was doing by an attendee at the show, Datuna allegedly stated he was a performance artist. <sighs> to many people's surprise, the eaten banana does not actually reduce the artwork's price. That's what the director of the museum said. But, so, so now it's a half-eaten banana and people are still shelling out $100,000 for it? I don't understand this at all. I'm just puzzled by modern art in general. I think it's just ridiculous. It's, it's always something like that. It's like a, you know, it's a robot made out of 7-Eleven hot dog wrappers. And, you know, what did I go? I went to one of them. There was a, a banana on a pedestal. Not a banana. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thinking of this article. It was a glazed donut on a pedestal. And then surrounding the glazed donut was empty donut boxes. Like this was the, this was the exhibit. This is ridiculous. The art was called or is called the comedian. Oh, well, that's an insult to comedians. This isn't art at all. It's ridiculous. It's by Italian artist Maurizio Catalan. Uh, there's a certificate of authenticity. Yeah, for a half-eaten banana, you have a certificate of authenticity. It's considered valuable because the document certifies that the work was done by the noted artist. Another banana was taped to the wall after the incident, the eating incident. The tuna, who, according to his own website, is a Smithsonian-recognized New York-based artist focused on the convergence of art and social consciousness, was escorted out of the gallery by security but was not arrested. He ruined the art piece. How does? How was he not arrested? Someone paid $100,000 for that banana. He took a bite out of it. Nobody stopped him. This is such a valuable banana and there's no security to stop somebody from doing this. When I go to the museums, I can't touch these these paintings. They don't let me get close to it. This is such a, this is such a valuable banana with duct tape. Why wasn't there a security guard? Oh, man, I have so many questions about this and it's really making me question my humanity, really. A Facebook page belonging to Datuna features an image of him holding the banana in with the caption, It was delicious. Catalan, who has no formal art training. Oh, really? You have no formal art training? I'm so surprised. You mean you duct taped a banana to a wall and called it art, yet you have no art training? Wow. Couldn't have came up with that one myself. Does this person even know what art is? Anybody can squash a banana against a ceiling and call it art. Catalan has often been characterized as the court jester of the art world, according to a, the profile of him on the Guggenheim Museum's website. Is this, is this person making money? This Catalan selling bananas for $100,000? What a markup. Just go to the grocery store, buy six bananas. Now you got half a million dollars. Oh my goodness, who's giving this man money? I'm, you know, I bust my ass here to create content five days a week, finding stories, reading them, you know? To, to pay, barely pay some electric bill. And this guy's putting a, a banana on a wall. Mm. Unbelievable. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Cool. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Thanks for listening till the very end. I want to give a shout out to Terry Lynn, who sent me a nice email. She wrote, just a note to say I'm still totally faithful to Weird AF News every night before bed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that. 
Thank you, Terry, for being faithful. Appreciate that. It's nice to hear around the holidays. Um, it is cold outside, so feel free to uh, cuddle up with some weird AF news at the end of the night or in the beginning of the day. You know, whenever you need your fix is, is what I say. Uh, I put up a poll on my Patreon. That's pretty funny. Um, I'm having people vote for their favorite Florida Friday stories of 2019, and there's some weird ones in there. Just give you a, a few headlines. You might remember some of these. Five guys were arrested for fighting at Five Guys Hamburgers. A man steals pool floats to have sex with. And a lover shot shot her vagina <laughs> during foreplay with a loaded gun. Uh, yeah, yeah, just a few of them. Ooh, one of my favorites. Meth-smoking man fights a dirty mattress. These, a son chokes his mother for refusing to dress up his mannequin. These are just a taste of what we had in 2019 for Florida stories. Unbelievable. Well, I put up about 20 of them and my Patreon, my patrons can vote on that. Uh, check out the Patreon, by the way, because not only do you get to participate in a fun little poll like that, you, go, you get to also listen to the bonus episode that I uploaded a couple days ago with my comedian friend Chris Clark, who's fantastic. We recorded it in Vegas uh, the, it's patreon.com slash weirdafnews. So consider, uh, as always, you can reach me, 646-450-2012. Please, if you have an opinion on any of the stories that I covered, love to hear from you. Uh, I'll be publishing some phone calls at the end of this, by the way. Thanks for everybody who called in. Angry Florida man, Jay, Dallas, you know you know who you are. Uh, you can reach me on Instagram at Funny Jones, on Twitter at Funny Jones, and on Facebook it's Comedian Jonesy. I appreciate you all, and we'll talk to you manana. Hey, Jonesy. Uh, uh, what were you saying? I can get one of them there cocaine sweaters. Uh, was it the, was it the Walmart man? Because I've been looking around for them all week, man. I've been I've been stopping in two, three of these different uh, WalMarts. I ain't found no Santa Claus doing cocaine on no. I mean, I seen a guy dressed as Santa Claus doing cocaine in the parking lot, but ain't no Santa Claus cocaine sweaters. Anyway, I'll get back at you. Yes, Josie, I am calling to comment on your story about the young youth that was supposedly gay or thought to be gay that was dropped off at the police station. And I'm calling to comment on your supposition about the man called Julius sounding as if he was Roman. And I completely agree with you. He does sound like he has a Roman name. But there is one thing I must 100% disagree with you upon, is the fact that you think because he's a Roman that his attitudes towards gay people are old and outdated. But in fact, the Romans were openly gay, accepting, and openly gay right before the fall of Rome. Hmm. Yes, uh... That is the truth, and uh, you can look it up. Okay. Bye-bye. Yay! Hey, Jonesy, this is Dallas from Minnesota. I have a couple of comments for yesterday's show. Um, first one is uh, on the, the, the shirts that Walmart sold. You know, I, I'm I'm actually upset not that they sold the shirts. I think that those shirts sound hilarious. And they weren't selling them in the stores. They're selling them on just the website. So... You know, what, why Why do we have so many people who are so offended by things? That just boggles my mind. And the worst thing about it is it's not the conservative Bible bangers that used to be, you know, so anti-everything uh, that we that we know back in, in, in the day. Now it's the far left people who are just so insanely against anything that, that that's 
that's out there, and they want to censor everything, and that just boggles my mind. Just really does because those shirts sound hilarious. They they, they really do. They they sound uh, you know incredibly hilarious. I do agree with you though. Walmart should have just been upfront and honest. Say, hey, we thought these sounded hilarious. We thought adults would have a sense of humor that that would enjoy a product like this. And, and that's where I think uh, Walmart failed because we need to get a lot of these businesses back, or not back, but into the motion of being honest and truthful. Uh, and that's one thing that they're not. The other thing I want to comment on is the robocalls that uh, that, that you went over. Now, uh, back in the day, I used to work for uh, one of the major cell phone carriers as a technical support representative. And uh, a person called me up, said uh, that, uh, uh, you know, someone keeps calling using her phone number and uh, and people are calling at her fucking pissed, you know. And 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 I I said to her, I was like, oh, oh so, uh, you know, I explained to her about call spoofing. And I asked her what number she'd like to dial to her phone. She told me I dialed that number to her phone. And, uh, you know, she's like, well, that's because you work in a call center, blah, blah, blah. You have all these tools at you. And I was like, no, uh, this is just a app I downloaded from the, the Play Store. Uh, it was even free for me to call for the first, I don't know, 15 minutes or so. Um, and, uh, you know, blown away. That's one thing that, you know, we as, as people need to really stress the Congress, uh, in our, you know, Senate that we need to start pushing, uh, for laws against spoofing, uh, cause it's incredibly easy. It's fully legal currently right now to spoof your number as whatever number you like. Now, in some instances, yes, spoofing a number makes sense. A major call center, wants to call uh, using one phone number, the spoofing technology makes sense there. But as for a regular person, having that kind of uh, ability, especially the ability that they use a number that's not representative